the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Earlier this year, it was announced that Snap, AV, and Control 4 would merger in a $680 million deal. Uh, last week, the shareholders approved it at 99% uh, in a vote there, so the acquisition has been complete. With us to discuss what this combined new company means both for the dealers and for the industry, first is John Heyman, CEO of Snap, AV. Good to be with you guys. All right, also with us uh, is Mr. Charlie Kendall, also now of Snap, AV. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and what you're talking about from the, from the uh, integrator side, uh, from the, the dealer side, uh, first and foremost, Rudy, Rudy Iglesias. Rudy is with RS Cable Systems. Welcome, sir. Hello. Uh, and also Brian Gladman. Brian is with GTS. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So a couple of, um, actually, honestly, it's a semantic question. And uh, the reason, uh, uh, John, we'll, we'll start with you on this. Um, are we calling this an acquisition? Or are we calling it a merger? It's actually a good question. Um, and uh, this is uh, definitively a merger of uh, the two companies. Okay, so the, the reason I asked is because when, when it was announced, the, the, the headline, right, uh, comes across a Snap AV merger where there's $680 million involved in this deal. Uh, Snap AV is buying the the control four shares uh 23.91 a share so since we're calling it a merger are there any plans for a new company name or because you're, you've got two good sized companies uh, with a lot of brand equity coming together yeah i think just a, 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 two points on that um one is from a transaction structure standpoint um the way we what i would call affected the merger was to acquire the stock of control four from their existing shareholders. But in every other element of putting the two companies together, it is, it's truly a merger. It starts with who's running the business and the new executive team, which we've named. Um, there are an equal number of executives from both companies. There's probably nothing more important than what the merged company does than build products and and obviously, Charlie from Control 4 is at the helm of our product organization. Even if you look below that in the organization, um, you'll find uh, equal numbers of people in terms of other leadership positions from both teams. We uh, aspire to have a, a, a singular go-to-market philosophy that, again, incorporates the best of both teams a singular export, uh, support experience from both companies that incorporates the best of both teams. So in every way, shape, or form, we're treating this uh, as a merger, as opposed to the transaction structure, which was we did affect the merger by buying the stock from the shareholders. Okay, and then that's um, a good, that, that's a good, that's a good uh, distinction there as well. Yeah, and the, the second point is this gives us a great opportunity around uh, the brand itself. And I think the, 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 the great news is, as I talk to uh, dealers out there, is I think both companies have a very strong brand with our dealers. We think 
the aspiration for what we want to do together in the short term and the long term for our dealers and for their customers around products, around services, around achieving the ultimate smart home experience lends itself to the opportunity to create a group, a new brand name for the entity. Um, we don't want to do that and lose any of the, uh, the brand awareness and brand loyalty both companies have already built. Um, trying to do that and affect that on day one would have been, I think, haphazard on our part and defocused us from many other important things that dealers and, and, and the end consumer care about. But it is something that's top of mind for us over the next number of months. Uh, we are inviting our people and uh, I've already gotten some suggestions from a couple of dealers about what that name might be. So we will continue to look at that and make sure uh, when we do launch something, it's something that's uplifting for all and protects the key components of our existing brands. And, and would you like to, to let us in on what some of those ideas are or are those being already copywritten? <laughs> I think that would be premature at this right. point. Uh, Charlie, let's bring you on, on this. What's from from the the control force side, and also you know as much as you can from the Snap AV side. But what's the biggest benefits of this deal? Well, I, I think it starts with customers. Um, combined, the companies serve well over a million homes uh, worldwide. Uh, there's uh, over eighteen thousand dealers and integrators worldwide. Uh, 3,000 or more of those are outside of the U.S. Um, and it's an opportunity for us to deliver even more product and innovation for those end customers in their homes as well as the dealers and integrators. I think that's the biggest opportunity is we now have the ability to deliver even more innovation faster for the industry. Uh, Rudy and Brian, let's kind of get your perspective on this as we just start. Let's be, be frank here, guys. We, we, the announcement of the official, you know, everything, all the I's were dotted and T's were crossed last week. So there, there's not a whole lot of, of experience other than this last week. But Rudy, let's start with you on this. What's, what's been your experience, honestly, with each company uh, before, before the merger? I've had a great experience with both companies. Um, and my answer to that is, I think, you know, let's see, because I think both of them, bring very good things individually and some of them have you know, maybe we consider um, fallen, fallen short on some of the on other things and I think that possibly the two together can get obviously the best of the good stuff and then also some of the shortfalls that one might have and the other might do better and that combination of the two hopefully will bring us a better you know overall dealer let's say experience on, in buying and, and as a group. Yeah. Brian, what are the biggest benefits you see uh, from this merger uh, from, for dealers like you? Well, as Charlie mentioned, the benefits to the customers, and that's a benefit to us. Okay. You know, both companies are the two best service companies that, that we have and are currently dealing with. You know, for an integration company, there's, there's some things that make a great partner. And both of the companies recognize that, that, our interactions with them are a relationship and it's, and there's loyalty and it's not just solely transactionally based. You know, there's a bigger picture to growing together and making the whole pie bigger. You know, these two companies are, like I said, our most client centric 
And at the end of the day, they recognize that the customer comes first. And that's really what we need on our end to minimize the hassle factor for those clients. You know, obviously number the one of the one of the very important things also to us going forward is that they protect our margins. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but that that whole client piece, you know, that that is the most important thing to us as an integrator because we're delivering an experience to that client. And that's the business we're in. It's, it's not AV. It's delivering an experience because it's all the pieces that come together. So we're really excited about it. These, these two companies have incredible service and, and we're very excited. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I, I appreciate you saying that the fact that we're, we're in the experience uh, industry, not the AV industry. Uh, folks that much smarter than me and much more talented than I, have, than I am have been saying that for years. So I appreciate that. Uh, Brian and Rudy, you know, you've got Charlie and, and, and John on the line here. From your perspective, again, one week in, do you see any negatives as we start this process? I haven't seen any negatives, you know, in the, at least as you know, as far, like you said, the last week. Um, I think more, not from a customer perspective, but from industry guys and guys that are in the business, some have been a little apprehensive about, you know, Control 4 becoming a Snap AV brand per se. Um, I think we spent a lot of time and when we started with control four, we, you know, we had, um, you know, it was kind of growing the brand of control four. And now I think we, they've established themselves as, you know, the premier, let's say home automation company. And we want to make sure that after all these years of proving that it works and making it right and, you know, products that work well and so on that we don't, you know, that we continue that as far as it being a trusted brand and a well-named brand and a brand that works and so I would have to say that um, the biggest issue um, going forward is going to be, you know, how the two companies are used to dealing with things because they have different approaches and the communication between the companies, that's really going to be critical. Um, You know, the, this, this first week is, is really probably a time for them to just get to know who does what and where and all of that. So I think that, that really, the, the telltale is going to be six months in or even almost a year in probably when things really get aligned. All right. Uh, John, uh, let's pivot here for a second. It was almost a year ago. I want to say it was not to, right to the date that we're recording this, but almost a year ago that control Four announced the hiring of, of, of Charlie Kendall, you know, one of the driving forces of Alexa, one of the architects of the Microsoft media server. What will Charlie mean? Uh, for the Snap AV and for the Snap AV product roadmap. First of all, I feel like I'm in a presidential debate, and that Rudy and Brian just highlighted a couple of things. And I think before I answer your question, I would just first like to acknowledge, uh, first of all, uh, their uh, feedback on the positive experiences that we've had with the company, uh, or they've had with the company. And second, just make sure that that they know very specifically that, you know, number one, we, we entered into this uh, uh, merger because we thought Control 4 was the best company in the world at building uh, a control platform and that they shared a culture with us that was very centric around the dealer and the consumer experience. And that is something that we know we would put in danger by allowing any 
integrator to sell the control for product that was not well-trained, certified, authorized to do so. That we think that's central to the experience that consumers have with our company and with dealers, and we will uh, uh, vigorously uh, protect and enhance that. So I wanna first say that. And second, I think Brian, to your point, uh, yes, it, th th this is gonna need to be measured over the next 12 months and after. Um, the teams are working together incredibly well. They're getting to know each other very well. They're, we're starting to understand some of the differences and some of the policies, et cetera, that you referred to. And we're committed to uh, and enabled because of the combination we feel like to do more, not less for uh, dealers than they're used to. So I just wanna answer that. Um, and hopefully I'm not being timed out like I might be. No, no, certainly no. It was, it was, it's a, it's a great response and you're, and you're right. You know, giving the, they have the opportunity because they have you and, and Charlie together. Now you also have the opportunity, you know, to talk to two of your integrators. So yeah, absolutely. Take the time. And then the other thing I will say to uh, the question is I met Charlie a few years ago. Um, and uh, one of our first interactions, we were discussing the complexities of truly delivering a, a smart, connected home um, that our industry uh, experiences and how that shows itself in terms of um, uh, the impact on the dealer's business, both in the install, but also the supportability of the product. And Charlie, it was the very first meeting we had, and he, he looked at me and he said, but why does that have to be? And I think today, uh, integrators like Rudy and Brian are delivering the smartest, most connected homes in the world. The expectations consumers will have around how smart their homes are, how connected they are, the experience that they want out of them are going to go up significantly and they're going to have more and more use cases that they want to implement to get better experiences for themselves and their family. And um, to have someone not just with the uh, connected home and Alexa experience that Charlie has, but with large scale systems and what it takes to deliver kind of the experiences and number of installs and the supportability of those installs. That's what we're excited about, that we have someone like Charlie who we think is, we think the company's lucky to have him. We think the industry's lucky to have someone with his background and we think the consumers who buy from our industry. And we're just really excited about that. I would point to the first step uh, being uh, OS3 that we've seen and just a much more elegant user interface uh, for consumers. And having observed kind of like what's, what's in the uh, hopper in terms of products and ecosystems that we'll be delivering to the industry under Charlie's leadership, you know, we're just getting started. We're, we're at the tip of the iceberg in terms of this, this, this opportunity in the industry. Uh, we, uh, based on a lot of research we've done, we think there is going to be significant demand that professionals face for the uh, 
the technology that we build and deliver to uh, homeowners. And uh, we're just, we couldn't be happier to have his leadership for all of us. All right, Charlie, um, you know, folks have been talking about you, so let's hear, let's hear from you. Uh, you, you joined uh, Control4, like we said, about a year ago. Now you've been named the Chief Product and Technology Officer for Snap AV. Let's back up for a second. What was your first year like at, at Control4? Uh, it was very interesting. I, I, I came into um, a business world that I was not used to. You know, but most of my career has been spent at at the what people call the megacorps at Microsoft and Amazon while well, I did some startups. And uh, there were a lot of things that attracted me to going to Control 4. One of them was to get the opportunity to work in a, in a much smaller company um, that, was, that was in the public space. Um, and so uh, I certainly got uh, my fill of learning um, how a company of our size operates. Um, but even more so, I was able to apply fairly rapidly some of the things that I've learned over my career on how to scale organizations and, and scale innovation. Um, and I found an environment that first was a very well-run company to begin with. Um, Martin Plain deserves a massive amount of respect and kudos for, um, for building Control4 as a company. Um, so I found a very fertile ground for uh, uh, ideas on how to move faster, how to, how to drive more innovation, focusing on the customer. And, um, you know, I think we're just scratching the surface of that with what we delivered with the Control 4 Smart Home OS 3 earlier this year. Um, and, and I think it's, it's very exciting. I think that we have a, a shared mission that starts with, you know, what John mentioned earlier about we, we just know that the smart home space is going to continue to grow immensely and that the number of devices that are involved, the number of scenarios that are involved is going to continue to grow. And the only way that the delightful full smart home experience is going to be delivered is through local professional help. And um, uh, I was excited about that when I joined Control4 last year, and I'm even more excited now um, with the combined, the combined entity. Why more, why, why more excited now? Ha, it's a great question. I'll give you one example. Um, SnapAV has invested very heavily in, uh, in supporting dealers and integrators in a local way. Um, uh, a set of acquisitions around Volutone, um, et cetera, that provide dealers and integrators with local support for their businesses. Um, that will allow dealers to engage with their end customers even faster, uh, to be even more responsive to end customer needs. Um, Control 4 didn't have that ability before. Um, now now the, the combined entity of Snap AV does. Mm -hmm. you, you, John and Charlie, both, you, you, you both hit on the, the smart home uh, a lot in, in, in this conversation. SnapAV is also known as a, as a distributor, so the, the the messaging, at least today, seems to be honing in on on the smart home part of of this merger. Why is that? Well, I, it's a it's a good question. I think uh, we've we've naturally uh, with Charlie, especially in the room, we 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 you know look first and foremost. I think we're a uh, a product company, and we um, have been talking a lot of the benefit of uh, the integration around kind of the products and what that will mean to dealers. I think separately what you've seen uh, SNAP uh, AV do over the past couple of years 
is uh, acknowledge to the industry that um, as we speak to our dealers that, you know, whereas if you put an order in on our website, you will get that order generally the next day or the following day. Sometimes that's not fast enough because either A, you've got a customer that has an issue right then and there or an opportunity, or it's not getting on your truck fast enough tomorrow or the next day, and that you need the product now. You need help designing your system now. You need uh, somebody to come visit the site with you now. And we felt like after speaking to dealers across the country, we needed to get more what we call local. And because we did not have experience in that distribution local pickup business, we, uh, we acquired a set of leading regional distributors like Allnet, Volutone, MRI, and Customs Plus to give us uh, the expertise in running a local distribution business. That was one component of what we were doing. The second component was to deliver the smart home. Dealers uh, require our products, but they also require other companies' products. And we felt that by A, giving them one place to come to get those products and support for those products, especially when we can provide integration with platforms such as Oversee, that we could enhance the install and enhance the support experience for a dealer. And so we felt it was really important to get closer to them from a local standpoint and provide them choice with other leading manufacturers products to go alongside ours to deliver what we hope to be a fantastic experience for the homeowner. So that is another element of what uh, we are uh, doing as a company to try to make innovators' lives easier. Very good. Brian and Rudy, John mentioned the, the purchase of the number of distributors uh, nationwide, the U.S. Um, you know, area. They've also purchased a number of other products, other brands over the, over the years. Uh, Rudy, we'll start with you on this. What has been your experience as, as SnapAV has purchased and, and, and brought other brands and other companies into their fold? Uh, whether you were a, a customer of that existing brand or not, but you obviously are SnapAV customer. What's been your experience as they've as they've as they've folded other other companies um, into the SnapAV brand? Uh, we've seen them bring in some other products like AVRs. I think um, Pioneer, Sunbright. Um, you know, some of those not Sunbright, but some of the AVRs that we're using, we're buying direct, so we're not. You know, some of these add-on products or these whatever you know the products, we're not buying them that way. So. Um, the ones that we're direct on, we've been staying direct. Um, the Sunbright, we have, you know, purchased some Sunbrights through them. And, um, that's pretty much it. Brian, what's been your experience? So in, in the past, the integration of companies has had some pluses and minuses. Uh, the integration of Volutone for sure has allowed for quick pickup of products, you know, and local support for RMAs. Um, but one of the things we were hoping for was that, you know, one of SNAP's strengths has always been the amazing web experience. And we we're hoping that that would mean a redo for Volutone's website, um, which hasn't happened yet, uh, which does mean more phone calls and time on both ends. There are also, I would say, some communication hiccups. Uh, yesterday is a good example. The discounts for Arachnus switches on Volutone's mailer 
was 10% below SNAP's Diamond Plus pricing. And no one told us uh, SNAP's price on the website didn't reflect that. And our rep had no idea. I think the communication aspect of, of all of these companies working together is going to be critical. I mean, there's got to be a central repository, if you will, for, for communication between the companies when they're carrying overlapping products. You know, for us, the big concern, you know, isn't these two companies and how they operate. I mean, they're, like I said, the two most fabulous customer-centric companies we deal with. But, but having control for at a volume tone um, for us is not a, is not a win. Um, we we're a stocking dealer. So I stock everything that our people would potentially need in the field. And I understand that everyone can't do that, but you know, snaps distribution center is essentially overnight service and that having control for at the distribution center in Fresno or one of the other places would be a huge win for us. I just have concerns that if Control 4 were stocked at Volutone and someone came in and wanted to buy a Control 4 controller that, you know, that somebody said, oh, I'll just stick it on this dealer's account or something like that could potentially happen. So that, that has been our biggest concern hey, since you hey, asked them, throwing that out there. Hey, Brian and Rudy, uh, first of all, excellent feedback. You're just number one. Um, we had tremendous success with Sunbright when we, uh, acquired it. We, we had a strategy to help our dealers, what we call own the outdoor experience, whether that was around access points or, uh, or audio or video and Sunbright was a key component and we bought the company. And, and as I recall, we immediately reduced the price to the dealer by, uh, 10% and made the product more accessible through our own distribution system. And, um, with value tone, I think, uh, it's, it's such a great point around the web experience. And uh, the good news around that is we're planning on doing that. Um, and it's what we're trying to do uh, is do it not just for Volutone, but for do it, to do it for our other regional distribution businesses. And we want to present a singular view to the customer um, where, you know, it's all one uh, platform. You order the way you want, you take delivery the way you want, you return the way you want. Um, and so we are working on that. Those technology components to do it right requires a significant amount of investment and time. And so, uh, Brian, it's, it's coming. And uh, again, appreciate the feedback. On the communication piece, you know, we've tried to make sure everything we do um, is that you don't have the uh, situation where you've seen different pricing. Um, it sounds like it's happened. I actually wasn't aware of it. Um, I, I, anytime you see something like that, uh, I am an email away and will be uh, very responsive. I will say, you know, in, in looking at the merger, one of the uh, pieces of feedback we got on Control 4 is the availability of product. Uh, you will never see a dealer who's not certified to buy and control for, buy, buy and install control for, ever be able to buy a product at a local distribution center because they've walked in. That will never happen. And well, if, if, you, if, if, if you were to see it happen, please let me know. But that we have no intent of doing that. That's number one. Number two, we do have an intent of making the product more accessible to certified and authorized dealers. 
And uh, that means it will be um, in the not too distant future, but it wasn't available day one, available out of our Fresno facility. So you can get it overnight, which it sounds like you're in the Southern Cal or California market and that's important to you. So, um, uh, you know, we'll be able to enable that to places where we have uh, distribution capabilities. But keep the feedback coming. I think the, the I would say the message from, from us would be, we're gonna invest $200 million in this industry. And I think in the same way we, your people are used to getting surveys from us about what types of products or services to invest in um, and programs, et cetera, uh, we depend on that feedback to run the business. And so we've got the scale to invest like nobody else in the country. We've got the passion and dedication and commitment to the professional installer uh, to do just that. But we're still dependent on your feedback to do the right things in the business. That's much appreciated, guys. I, I, I have, just so you know, I have a wish list and an expectation list. So just let me know when I can send it to you. Just send it to John, actually. You can send it now. John John.Hayman at snapav.com. There you go, bro. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Thanks, John. Ckindle at control4.com. There we are. Uh, actually, let's bring Charlie in on this. And, and John, uh, I want you to comment on this as well. You, you, you both mentioned the fact that there are a couple um, existing products on, on both on, from both companies. You know, obviously, you know, Snap AV has, has done, you know, really good job of picking up uh, really great brands over the years. Control 4 has done that as well, uh, especially go, since going public. They've, they've purchased a number of, of companies. Now you guys are, are sitting with, in, in, in an interesting position where you have overlapping products, let's say, uh, the best way to put that. Um, you can call it competing products, but let's say overlapping since you're now in the, in, under the same umbrella. What are some of the what are some of the plans that we have for some of these? You know, obviously, we've got we've got package, um, and in Arachnus, you've got episode and and triad number of, of products that kind of that do kind of both the same thing. You know, one of the things that we know will always be true is customers will want choice. Okay. Um, and and de dealers and integrators as our customers are no different. They want choice. Um, I'd love to hear the integrators on the call their their perspective on this. But when it comes to networking products, um, as well as speakers, um, end customers and dealers love having choice. They love having choice, choice in capabilities, in price points, in positioning, in brands. Um, and we think that the combination of the two companies, specifically the brands around PackEdge and Arachnus, um, can be very complementary to each other uh, in terms of providing that choice. Um, and we've got a lot of work to do to figure out the details. Um, you know, we're a week into the, the point where we can actually be, be uh, um, driving next, next set of innovation. Um, but uh, the starting position is we think that, that uh, uh, dealers should continue to buy the products uh, from those two brands that they're already buying um, and identify where there's opportunities between the two to buy uh, the one that will solve the problem best for the customer. Yeah, I'm very interested to hear uh, Rudy and Brian's uh, thoughts, but I, I will say one of the strategic choices that SNAP has made over the past uh, two, three years has been recognizing the choice, importance of choice that uh, Charlie uh, referred to is we've opened the doors of our company to integrating with other leading providers. We sell today 
other companies' networking products out of our distribution locations. We just signed a deal with Klipsch to sell their speakers, and we think it has a unique positioning in our triad uh, and episode universe. We have very strong integration with Lutron's lighting products. We think, again, dealers want choice. We've built a platform to enable a one-stop shop for install and, and ongoing support of the home, and we'll continue to work with dealers and other leading manufacturers uh, on that and uh, put our product development dollars into building you know, the, the best possible experiences for integrators. All right. Uh, John, Control 4 has a really strong international uh, presence. Uh, is this something that, that is going to help SnapAV expand uh, beyond the North American market? Is that something you guys were thinking about with, with this merger, something you're already working on? Uh, we, we uh, first of all, we're very excited about their global platform, uh, distribution platform. We, uh, we uh, did not have the expertise uh, outside some very limited markets to, to grow our business in those areas. We do feel like the connected smart home is a global opportunity, not one that's just a US opportunity. And so the leadership Control 4 has there in both understanding the market and the service requirements of the market, as well as the product requirements, was something that was very attractive to us. In the near term, we have some products that are, that are ready for prime time. You know, most of our products, by the way, are complementary, not competitive to each other. And so we have some products that uh, are ready for international distribution almost immediately. And then we have others that require uh, longer design uh, and development processes, but we're very excited about the market. Very good. I want to bring in, in uh, Brian and, and, and Rudy real quickly, because uh, I, I neglected to bring them in on the, on the whole overlapping conversation. Brian, what would you like to see happen uh, with, with complementary products, as, as John uh, puts it? But what would you like to see with, with some of those? Well, I, I totally agree that choice is important for the consumer. But at the end of the day, we're on our side, we're presenting an integrated experience. So the more focused and the more time we can spend becoming experts in a particular product, especially for my people, the better we deliver. And I have some, some specifics if, if, if you guys want them, but, yeah. uh, but so the Arachnus platform, um, you know, we feel it, it needs a controller for the access points, but the oversee platform we think is more dealer and consumer friendly than the backpack platform. Um, we, we will typically use PackEdge in a commercial environment where we're doing, because we do, we do commercial and residential, where we're doing, you know, apartment complex common areas, that kind of thing. But the Arachnus interface um, for the consumer, we are, we're really strong on that. So that between the two networking products, that's really where we're focusing on, you know, on the home side of the business. Um, I also believe that there's room for both episode and triad, not just for that choice aspect, but I think there's also a way to differentiate as far as different qualities and different aspects of their unique 
um, sound delivery between the two products and giving that, that client a choice and allowing them to listen to those speakers in our experience center and, and talking about just some of the different options really makes them feel involved in that part of the, you know, part of the design process. And I think there's definitely room for both of those products as well. All right, Rudy. You know, I had a question previous when we were talking about uh, making choices and how, what makes us make those choices. Um, and I wanted to ask the gentleman from SnapAV, um, now that there's going to be essentially a combined company, do you guys have at some point um, a way of seeing this data from, you know, because it's been separate up till now, but seeing the data from Control4 and seeing the data from SnapAV as far, Snap as, far as dealers and seeing, you know, my, me as a dealer, I've been buying a ton of network stuff where I've never bought network stuff from Control4. Now you can see that the reason is because I've been buying Arachnus for the last five years and, and that, you know, that points how, you know, we're purchasing or why we're purchasing. Will you guys eventually be able to get to like, um, you know, do like a side-by-side -side comparison of the data from dealers of Snap AV and Control Force? You can see how you can, you know, why guys are buying certain products versus others on your, from you guys. Well, we, you know, I think generally speaking, it's a, it's a great question. So we, we have not been able to do that uh, before day one, which was Thursday. Uh, because uh, the lawyers actually, in terms of putting the two companies together, there's certain things you're allowed to plan for versus not. I think one of the things we're really excited about actually is to start getting a unified view of your business and how we can uh, put together uh, better programs for you to try certain products, et cetera. We think that, um, you know, we, we, we think we can create a lot of opportunities for the market to deliver a better experience to the customer. And at the same time, make the lives of their employees easier and more put more profit dollars in their pocket that they can elect to improve their personal lives or grow their businesses. And um, in, in much the same way, you've probably gotten the sense that SNAP has understood what you buy from us and what you don't, and we create programs that um, that attract you to hopefully using more of our products, like a Holy SNAP. Um, then you could expect that same thing as we get a more unified view of uh, of your journey with our company. Both companies have been fantastic, by the way, at doing that. Control Four has been solicitous of ideas and experience and um, Snap has enabled us to grow tenfold uh, with their business over the last couple of years because of the forward thinking. So you guys are on top of it when it comes to that. Uh, those are two areas that I think both companies are incredibly strong in. We've been talking about uh, this across both teams, and it's, it's, it's incredible to have two companies that share a culture around understanding that when when you guys when the industry buys our products we obviously make a profit on that and the the mentality of of both companies is we have an obligation to then go invest that profit in in better programs in better service and better products and what i'm like so excited about and i think this is why charlie just feels like there's so much more to do is now we've got more ability to invest as a combined 
entity. Mm. And, um, you know, Brian, I think you opened it up that, you know, a lot of stuff doesn't show itself in day one or week one. It's going to take 12 months or frankly, in some cases, longer around some of these things. But the, the, the culture of both businesses and the reliance on, you know, the only way we all grow is to do so together um, and deliver amazing experiences to customers. So we're really excited about it. Charlie, you guys made a, a Control 4 made a, a significant splash uh, back in May, uh, the announcement of, of the new OS 3. What are the, the plans or, or have the plans changed um, at all since this merger was announced? Um, I think that we, we were settled that Control 4 will continue on as our brand and our, our, around our home operating system. Um, collectively, we um, know that for a home to have the level of experience customers are increasingly expecting, the home has to have an operating system. And uh, the Control 4 Smart Home OS is the most modern, uh, the most capable, scalable um, uh, offering out there. And uh, we've got a great team working on it, continuing to innovate, listen to customers, both end customers and our dealer customers. Um, and we have a really, really robust backlog of ideas, um, and the team is just cranky. Um, and so uh, we're, we're all full steam ahead on continuing to innovate. John, in the past, Snap AV has gotten some, some negative feedback so, so a, a, um, regarding acquisitions and, and margins and stuff like that. Does this, does this acquisition help with that? Uh, or how do you how do you work to change some of those those negative perceptions? Well, I think we just I think we have a mentality every day that we have to earn our our customers or our dealers' business. And um, you know, I think when you're when you've grown to our size and you serve as many customers as we do, that um, I look at that negative feedback as constructive criticism. It's like, you know, you got a B plus in the class and you, you need to work harder to get an A. And so I think we, we understand where we're getting A's. We understand where we're getting B's. And hopefully the times we're getting a C or below grade is, is, is uh, minimal. But we just you know, we, we will always have those as a business. Any, any business is going to have those. And we just have a mentality of working really hard on those types of things uh, inside the business. And so, you know, an example would be that if Ryan's having an, uh, is having a, uh, an experience in buying from Volutone and us right now, those are two separate experiences. Brian would probably give us a C or below grade on that. Our, we did the transaction. We're trying to present a unified experience. That will take some time. We're working on that really hard. But when we launch it, we're only going to launch it in a way that um, allows us to provide an excellent experience. By the way, and now Brian may have three experiences. He'll be buying from Control 4, from Value 10, and Snap AV. So, you know, this is a journey, uh, and, and, you know, you've got to uh, make 
you got to be a company that's open to always hearing from your customer and continuing to improve against that. And we would all say is our commitment to improve is like, is like no other company I've ever been around. Yeah, John, just, just to set the record straight. Um, I don't want you to go away thinking that our experience with Volutone has been a negative. We were not a Volutone customer other than a couple of small items here or there um, prior to the acquisition by Snap. But I will tell you that, that week one of that acquisition, a gentleman from Volutone came over to our showroom. We did the tour. We talked about the opportunities that were available uh, you know, from the product lines that, that necessarily the Snap wasn't carrying or that we we're purchasing other places and it was a win. I mean, that was, that was that relationship establishment at the beginning and having somebody to call. I mean, that was a big win. And while the, the technical part of the integration hasn't been seamless, I think that, you know, the fact that, that, like I said, week one, somebody showed up here to press the flesh and, and introduce themselves and let us know that there was somebody on the other end, if we needed help, that was a huge win. Again, appreciate that as well. But you know, I, I, I think um, I think the good news, Brian, is what we are working on the wins that are more important for kind of the lifetime of our relationship together, and that you should have a very unified experience between the two companies. So, by the way, I I, I don't take the criticism defensively. I think these are the things we're it, 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 we uh, what I'm hopeful of is we knock down all those things that we need to do a better job. And I'm quite aware in a year or two, we'll have other things we still need to work on. Well, actually, John, let me, let me ask you a question about that because it, it, there is an old saying in the squeaky wheel gets the, the grease, right? I'm not saying that, that Brian's being squeaky, but how do you balance that? How do you balance the folks who are perfectly happy with what's going on, right? They're, they think this is a great deal. They think that, you know, Control 4 is a wonderful company. You're a wonderful company. Everything's going to be fine. That I, I'm, you know, the, the, Every, I, everything I get from my local dealer is, is great and groovy. And then you get some folks who are like, you know what, can we change this? And in changing that, you upset the cart of the folks who are perfectly happy with what the way things are. Yeah, How do you we, balance that? It's a great question. I mean, we have, we have managers across the company who week in, week out are listening to what we call voice of customer. And, uh, you know, you're, everybody's familiar with, you know, the survey uh, around, you know, would, would you recommend our technical support uh, services to a, a friend or a colleague? Um, or we're always doing uh, product, uh, what we call net promoter scores in the field. Um, so we get all those responses and um, we get those things constructively and we get those things uh, that, you know, kind of applaud what we're doing. And hopefully we're trying to add more fuel to the fire of the things we're doing really well. And uh, we're trying to make sure that um, the constructive uh, feedback we get is what I would call more systemic and something we ought to spend attention, pay attention to versus it's anecdotal. For instance, you know, what that, what that integrator may actually require is just some more training from us. And how do we invest in that as opposed to it's a, it's a true complaint around kind of the installability of a product. But yep. these are the things you're balancing every day across thousands of customers and, and thousands of uh, SKUs. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we have an attitude that both companies share around getting better 
and, and listening to our customers about how to get better. Absolutely huge. Uh, as we wrap up here, uh, Charlie, we'll start with you and John, feel free to chime in on this. We're a week into this, right? I think we're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't think it hasn't been seven days yet. What are your priorities uh, for the new combined company? I'll start. Uh, in 30 minutes, um, I'm meeting with my new combined products organization, every member of it worldwide, um, in a town hall for the first time. Yeah. And uh, my priority is to, to get the, the organization aligned on um, on how we're going to execute moving forward um, and being a principled organization that starts with a, a principle about being absolutely obsessed with customers. Um, and so the first priority is to get the organization all operating as one. Um, and then uh, we have a set of products that are in flight, um, things that, that we've been working on collectively across both companies. Um, and we can't let our feet uh, off the gas pedal for those. Um, we got to launch them um, with quality and on time. And then um, we have a, this is a target rich environment for innovation, the, the space that we all play in and uh, getting the team uh, to, uh, to think the big thoughts and the, the audacious thinking that will, will allow us to truly transform this industry to one where the normal way that end customers have technology in their homes is through local professional help. I think that was really well said. I think for me, just to add to that would be, you know, making sure we have, we, we continue the momentum uh, that the industry has. And from our standpoint, for that means, you know, it, not just over the long term, but in the medium term and in the short term, things that are tangible, delivering things that are tangible to, to integrators that, that help them grow their business, help them have employers that have employees that have easier lives and that they make more money. That's around things like integration of the products, uh, better programs, um, uh, a, a one-stop shop to get support. So if you call our support desk, uh, we, we either, either company can, uh, or either technical support organization can solve your problems then and there. Um, so those are, those are the things, and, and, and I think you'll start to see some of that over the coming months and, and then more of it in 2020. Right, very good. That's where we'll leave it. John Hammond and Charlie Kendall, both from Snap AV, Rudy Iglesias from RS Cable Systems, and Brian Clubman from GTS. Thank you all so much. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for us, for Aviation. You can go by the website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, including our coverage of Cedia Expo 2019. comes your way September 12th through the 14th, but there's already stories and interviews up there. So all that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. All the time we have for this Aviation special.